0: Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Michael Howard, and I am the mic to my own mic today um, because Kush is in Scotland. So uh, I have with me here instead, uh, you know him, you love him, Mr. Curtis Perry. I am the jewels to your Vincent, my friend. Oh, okay. There it is. Okay. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, so, yes, as we said, uh, you know, Kush is in, um, he's in Scotland hunting raptors, um, and also some other stuff, but mostly the raptor thing. Um, so, we have a very special episode for you today. We have interviewed one of the founders of the Him. We did it, y'all. We did it. Yep. And I have to say... I don't know about you, Curtis, but I'm converted. I'm so disappointed with the fact that I actually am interested in wearing one of these things. It's just, yeah, looks comfy. It looks really comfy. Really comfortable. Uh, He's got a good hand on his shoulders. Seems like him and his friends are really setting up a good business. I, this is what I imagine. Uh Uh-huh. I imagine me, uh... Getting the sous vide ready on a, on a college football Saturday. Oh, yeah. Right. There it is. Cooking up some ribs. Mm-hmm. Right. Putting my gator romp him on. Yeah. And just lounging and drinking and eating ribs. Right. I mean, if you're eating ribs. And then, and then if I can just, I, I can just, can just thought, take I just the, thought, I just thought of our own fashion idea. We got to make clothes, uh, some kind of shirt made out of towel material. Or baby white material. <laughs> right? I mean you, you old dudes wear a bib, just a straight up bib. You can do that. Probably. You know, romp him bib. Maybe oh, just like an attachment. Right. A romp him bib for, for tailgates. Yeah. You don't want to get that mustard. Nope. And that and that uh you know, that juice. Oh, the, barbecue sauce. the barbecue sauce. Yeah. Gotta, yeah. All gotta, right. Gotta bib it up. Well, um, we're going to pitch that idea. Yeah, man. I'm out of here. I don't need to. I just made, so. made a billion dollars. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> so, um, yes, we will uh, we'll be right back with our interview with a Daniel Webster-Clark from uh, Rompin, one of the co-founders. So enjoy that. Damn, I look good in my Who we the with some real pops. Cush is in Scotland uh, this week, so I have a couple special guests with me. I have a Curtis Perry, who everyone knows uh, from Longest Days of Our Lives and a couple other episodes of Trends in Low Places, and I have Daniel Webster-Clark, one of the co-founders of Romp Him, um, and he has very nicely agreed to, uh, to, to this interview with us, even though we did talk a little bit of shit about <laughs> sure. the romp him but that wasn't in, in my less enlightened <laughs> time it was just you know initial reactions um i do have to say uh thank you very much
1: yeah no uh thanks thanks for having me uh, yeah I, I listened to enough of uh, a couple weeks ago to know i was getting into something and not too much to be fully prepared so uh, we'll see how it goes but no thanks uh thanks for having me and then getting you know giving us a chance to look beyond kind of that initial impression
0: yeah, so um I, I will say that first reaction, I was like, what the hell? Uh but then I I watched the video. Incredible, the nineteen uh nineteen eighty four uh you. video. The pictures on the Instagram and everything are tremendous. Um, and then you know what? By the end I was like, I don't know if I can pull off a Robin, but you know what? I, I if I could,
1: I would try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, um, it's, it for us is one of those things that we were really excited to have it blow up the way it did to get people talking and get reactions. Um, it, it's one of those things where we realized it was. A conversation starter in person, and weren't really sure how it was going to translate online and digitally. And was interesting and exciting to see that it took off in that way as well. Uh, and it's one of those things. Honestly, I'll tell you a lot of a lot of similar feedback from people. I've said, I don't know if it's for me. I don't know if I can pull it off. And then we have try it on, and they actually are like, "Yeah, actually, you know what? This is this is comfortable. I get it. I, I'm now it? a little more into it. So it's it's a it's one of those things where you know give give it a shot, and it's, it's not for everyone, but you know it's worth it's worth a tryout. Seeing it in person, it
0: looks really comfortable.
1: Yeah, it's I, so I um, I'm one of the one of the four co-founders as you mentioned, and I'm the guy who when this stuff started getting picked up by media and everything else, got texts from people saying you know, you just lost me a bunch of money on a bet. I had you as the one guy who was never going to be involved with fashion or never going to, you know, get an interview from GQ or something like that. So I, you know, lost some, lost some friends, some money right away. But, um, my personal style is all about comfort and sort of wearing whatever I want. So I, you know, I do the sweatpants, sweat shorts, you know, all about kind of the the comfort and, and if it has kind of a style and eye catching and, and expresses, you know, something I'm looking to do, that's, that's all the better. Um, so yeah, when I kind of didn't didn't you know monopolize the design of this by any means? But I was kind of like the one non-negotiable for me is that if we're gonna make something like I'm gonna I'm gonna need it to be comfortable for me, or I'm never gonna be wearing
0: it. So it kind of started as you wanted to go into something clothing related, and then you you ended up at Rompem, or did you just have the Rompem straight up? It, it
1: was it was more that yeah the the idea of the Rompem came to us uh, from from the beginning. So it was just a, a group of fa- friends. Um, there was probably seven or eight of us originally. And then it ended up being uh, three three guys and then one of our female friends as well were the four who kind of sitting down said, you know, she, she started extolling the virtues of rompers for women, kind of with the caveat of the bathroom manageability being an issue. Um, and, and we said, you know, it sounds great to have sort of a one piece. You throw it on, you're matching, you're good to go. You're kind of standing out making a statement and you can dress it up and dress it down and you don't have to deal with like, being another guy in khaki shorts and a button down uh, and you can kind of wear it to work to the bar to the beach whatever uh, from a romper perspective for female and we said it you know where where's that item for guys and so we tried to look online find a bunch of different options and it kind of felt like everything that was out there was from a price point standpoint incredibly inaccessible and we can get to you know, I, I do remember there's one comment about our price point on there too so we can talk through that as well but um you know the everything was sort of in the you know 500 hundred dollar range felt like it was extreme runway um sort of so out there that it was the kind of piece where it was designed to be part of a collection and part of a designer's name but never actually worn by anyone right. yep. and and we said you know it feels like we can come up with something that has a little bit more just sort of tailored relaxed fit, something that has some more comfortable fabrics, a little bit more eye catching patterns and colors and and something that we'd actually enjoy wearing ourselves um so just just kind of went for it and and here we are about six months later so did you try on any like like how did you know that you would
0: like wearing a romper did you try any on that like buy an xxl from target (laughs) yeah
1: no you know we probably should have we probably should have done more of that honestly um no i mean our our main approach was so we kind of took her her word on faith that they were really comfortable (laughs) if you (laughs) can figure them out you know if if you can get it done right it's a it's a great opportunity um did a little bit of background research and stumbled across the you know, there's what's now become very popular, that kind of James Bond and in, in Goldfinger picture, right? Yeah, and it's sort of like, oh, yeah, so it, it has been done before it can be done. Uh, and really tried to find everything and If it's online, good enough for James Bond. Right. Who, yeah. who are we to say if and the Connery, you know, Bond if, if, if Connery can pull it off? <laughs> right. Exactly. So um, we sort of said, hey, if we can, you know, and couldn't find him anywhere to buy, really. And so we said, um, let's, let's try to work with a design firm here in Chicago and get something put together. Um, try it on ourselves and go from there. Is
0: there maybe a thought of getting the next James Bond and a romp him? Oh, we would love that. We would love that. Yeah. We're um
1: sort of as I referenced earlier, yeah. we had kind of our, you know, initial launch plan that was all around let's get media involved in the right place and let's get the right kind of celebrity influencers involved and we'll try to move this into a kind of you know, traditional Clothing apparel brand launch, and yep. that sort of has now all been thrown out the window in our kind of current rush. But no, we're we're actively interested in in sort of anybody who who kind of it appeals to. Um, probably didn't have a chance to catch it on the train yet, but we just launched a a new kind of romp the uh, romp the vote initiative is what we're calling it. So. A ton of people reached out to us and have all these cool different stories of why they want to have a romp in and have it now, and that's everything. From uh, there's there's a guy in Atlanta who is a indoor skydiving instructor, and so he's like, I can't wear my shorts and khakis because they they're don't. flying all over the place, <laughs> and he has sort of the like super fitted custom you know, flight suit. He's like, and I can't really wear that out to the bar afterwards. So maybe romp them, get them both in one outfit. I mean, you know, I can mix the action and the, and the casual wear. Um, so it's a bunch of stories like that, that, that people have come up to us and said, if I can get this any sooner than what you guys can do, like <laughs> right. I'll do anything for it. Uh, and so, so we've been able to figure out a way to get a couple of those available. And now we're having kind of user submit and then fans of it vote on the website and figure out kind of, you know, who's the, who's the person who has this really cool idea of where they want to take it. So Exploring that, um, exploring celebrities, kind of interested in seeing everybody who wants to get a chance to romp to uh, try it on and give it a shot.
0: All right. Speaking of that, I mean, my first time hearing about it—not to bring the racial stereotype into here—but I was on Black Twitter um, <laughs> with Young Dro uh, yep, having to yep. dispute the fact that he was wearing a romp him. Uh, but now, I, I mean, yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> saw that. And, saw and the, he, uh, he
0: had you know. a reason for why he did not want to wear a romp him. Uh, I believe that 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 has been addressed. That that you right. can do what he says you can't do uh, while still wearing it. I don't get it. What? I, I believe the gentleman was referring to the fact that he could not get a sexual act done uh, him okay. while wearing yep. a romp yep. him. Yep. It's <laughs> unacceptable. <laughs>
1: Understandable. Understandable. Hey, hey, look, we get high in our rompers, look, fly in our rompers, talk shit, we gonna bust a drive by in our rompers.
0: Right, we're back. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> so we were just having a little private conversation that you guys weren't privy to, uh, listeners.
1: Since they the, were just uh, telling me how much they love it, and they're going to rompum.com right now to buy <laughs> yeah, <we're> twenty-five <laughs> thirty. We we're just they're converted. As yeah, we're, <laughs> oh yeah, we're, we're
0: converts. <laughs> I, I do want to get your answer on on what the next product is, yeah. like where you want to go from here, because I also have. Also a few ideas All right. that I want to pitch you. All right. Yeah. So,
1: I'll, uh, I'll, 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 give you a, uh, kind of brand vision. vision and then let's, uh, yeah, let's throw, throw, go through some pitches. I love it. Um, you know, we've got sort of a couple nearer term, easier type, type things that we're thinking about and looking for. So whether that's kind of a sort of the, the fall winter lines, whether that's long sleeves or fleece under it. I don't know. We'll see kind of where it goes. Um, so that's, that's one kind of direct possibility, you know. Thing that's definitely been interesting to us is as we talk to a lot of our female friends they they like the style they like the cut of it they like the colors right. and so if we can come up with a way to adjust the pattern enough so that it fits kind of different sizes and fits some of the female body types um, definitely interested in that you know especially if we can come up with a creative bathroom solution for, for them as well <laughs> that's kind of a top of our R&D list for sure um, and then long term it's just all about coming up with and identifying those areas where people can you know take a risk try something new and express themselves in a new way regardless of kind what people decide is the right clothing for one type of person or another but yeah, yeah I love some uh love some pitches all right
0: so these are mostly around the romp pin, not necessarily sure. just different types of romp okay. so there's a big trend in fashion right now to put plastic on things like there were some jeans with like
1: cutouts yeah, so just like
0: <laughs> plastic somewhere okay I think hmm. might might get you on maybe on a runway or two okay all right I'm intrigued um, so there's also... You could just do the fake dirty denim. Oh, yeah. Like the
1: Nordstrom jeans. Depree, because apparently yeah. Yeah. You, can,
0: you can upcharge for right? that. Big yeah. <laughs> time.
1: Um. Well, it'd be custom dirtied, I assume. Yes. It's offensive. Okay, yeah, no, yeah. No, kind of, not you don't a want a... to be
0: sitting next to somebody else with the same The same dirt, the same no. dirt would be. Yeah, just, no, that's no. embarrassing, yeah. yeah. No. I mean, if you customize the dirt, that's another upcharge. charge. Yeah, yeah. For sure. um, so we're... Like we said, we both went to the University of Florida. Mm-hmm. SEC is a little bit yeah. like different fashion than... <laughs> than the Big Ten in the sure. Midwest. So, Camo.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. The I camo feel like
0: Georgia fans would <laughs> love that. And Tennessee. Yep, yep yeah. absolutely. <laughs> they would go crazy. Yeah. And on that same to college-themed. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so those definitely are, are things we're thinking about and pursuing. I know, you know, we talked a little bit earlier about some of the... You know, emails we've re- received from people excited yeah. about stuff, and got our own separate folder of like college ambassadors <laughs> who've reached out and are like, "I'm gonna, you know, love to take this thing." To our, yeah. Well, our university does a uh, a
0: pub crawl called Gator Stomping. Okay, and I'm thinking Rompem Stompem. <laughs> there um, you go. Sounds there incredible. You, go. <laughs> you get everybody in a rompem and you walk around Gainesville doing what you got to do. I yeah, think yeah. Uh, I think that's a money maker every year. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Um, you talked about the long pant mm-hmm. for winter. Or maybe one with like a like a hood yeah. on it too. Yeah, so that, that I might like a whole one piece for winter. Mm-hmm. Like it'd be to very off. Yeah,
1: no wind's getting in there. You're yeah. secure. Yeah, that's that's definitely interesting.
0: What the, I, I like I like just an add on. Like you can add things onto the romp him. you always have the ability mm-hmm. to get back down to that's that right. bad boy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you had pants on. Yeah, you, you could add a hood on. You just do it. zip, off, thing, away, thing. zip it yeah, off, tear it away, zip it off, real on. easy. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm still comfy. Yeah, or like the basketball yeah. stuff where you just yeah. tear it away. There it, it is. I mean. It has to be difficult to get down to to go number two.
1: No, Number two is right? not is not the best situation.
0: If you have an emergency, sure. just tear it away. Sure, yeah, just yeah. button it. You have plenty of time to button it back yeah, up. Yeah, you can
1: always fix it. That's yeah. true. They give the snaps that yeah. are just the.
0: I, I tell you guys what, I got two kids and uh, the old Canadian long john style butt flap. Yeah. Yeah. Real popular. The two buttons. Oh, you yeah. can hide those bad boys. Just yeah. Everybody likes it.
1: Yeah. Everybody's a fan. Yeah. yeah. You know, as, as again, as the uh, the guy pushing for comfort on the design squad, I, mean, I may have brought up some of these butt uh, flap related ideas before, but got rejected from some of our more uh, fashion fashion conscious members of the uh, yeah. the executive team. I mean, you can't do the butt zipper. Yeah. Or the flap of some
0: sort can work out you, for you. flap feels like it's doable. Yeah.
1: Uh. Yeah. I mean, it would just be...
0: Uh, it's how to blend it in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't want to look like you have a black flag. Right. Going off the topic of romping a little bit, just to get your personality a little sure. bit. Sure. So we've been talking about um, uh, conspiracy theories a couple yeah. times on on the show. Do you have a favorite conspiracy theory? Ooh. Curtis, you can it's also answer this because you didn't. You, you weren't on the you weren't on the podcast when we talked about my favorite one. The the dinosaur <laughs> that. That aliens came down and took mm-hmm. took dinosaurs into space okay. before they before sure. the asteroid came, sure. mm-hmm. and then they became super smart, evolved, and then they came back as reptile people.
1: Okay, and then our where are they now? They're still leaders. oh, there's the, uh, oh right, right. Yeah, they're the they two live in the in Scotland oh, actually. There you go. So oh, there you I, go. I told Cush that to that makes sense. Well, yeah, so it's, yeah. A, it's a recon mission. Yeah. Got it. But, yeah. I'm
0: Trying to think, I I love um, that dinosaurs don't exist. They were just planted. Yeah. Uh, that that are you guys, one. You a fan of a uh, Hard Knocks? The team yeah. Yeah. That's where. I, that's where I'm. Yeah. I, I, when I when I heard that the first time, I think it was was it is it Aaron? One of the Rams players. Yeah. And they said dinosaurs <laughs> weren't real. They were all planted. And I'm, I I didn't know this was an actual thought that people thought that all those bones were actually planted. And I just great episode. That is. Yeah. I mean, that would be impressive. Yeah. Um. If if true. Yeah. Uh, but wow. Just no. No, that's yeah. that's that, that's on a yeah. flat Earth level. That's yeah, I see
1: flat flat Earth out there is pretty incredible that that's still <laughs> uh, one that people buy into. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, right now I'm, I'm stuck on the question because um, I don't know if you guys saw yesterday, but uh, Infowars had a, a nice little romp-in segment. Oh no! Um, which did Alex
0: Jones put on a romp uh, he, be- he
1: did not. He did not. We did not send him a sample. <laughs> uh, so he. Uh, the, the, it was, it was one of his sort of co contributors that he retweeted out. Um, I should know the name, I, I forget now, but, uh, the take was that the romp him was less than, uh, masculine for, uh, for men to wear and was part of the feminization of American masculinity uh, there, there. I that not think So, um, that was funny to see that it had <laughs> somehow made its way into that, into that world. So, um, see, I never,
0: it that was never my, my drawback to it. The drawback to it was like, it's very bro-y. It's like Yeah, opposite. I think it was the literal opposite of that. Like, I'm thinking, once I put that on, I'm getting some beers. I mean, it's time to have a few. Yeah. And how do you build accessories upon that yeah. to get me more drunk? That's... Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So,
0: are you, like, uh, like a minor celebrity around Kellogg right
1: uh, now? Around Kellogg, definitely, yeah. Um, so, that, that's been interesting to see how that's gone on and, and how that's, you know, progressed. Uh, thankfully, so I haven't done too many of the uh, in-person video interviews. Um, that's been our Elaine and Chip, two mm-hmm. of the other, other co-founders. Um, Chip is the one who. Uh, if you guys like think, thinking in the video, the guy in the splatter paint on the like starburst floating across at yes, the yes, end, yes. he's our, yep. he's our, uh, he, he fell in love with that print the moment we saw it <laughs> at, at our, you know, fabric <laughs> sourcing <laughs> exercise. He was like, I gotta have one of these. I don't it's, care. It's just one for me. Like we're yeah. making his them. Is
0: name really yeah. Chip Longnecker?
1: Uh, Mark, Mark Longnecker. Yeah. That's my kid. <laughs> chip. That's okay. um, we
0: were, we were joking about how the last name almost sounds like Uh, like a, like a slur that you would call somebody. We're "We're not sure against whom, but like if someone called me a necker, my immediate reaction would be like, what
1: the hell? Yeah. Why would you do that? No. (laughs) Yeah. Never, never personally, never personally thought of it like that. Um, no. So he, uh, he's, he's been the face of it. Yeah. Um, and both from a marketing and then further interview standpoint. so, You know, especially if he gets one on and starts walking around, he's had a couple of date nights interrupted and sort of <laughs> the run up and take a picture with him and, and that type of thing. Um, but it was funny today, you know, they have the Kellogg Innovation Network. It has right. its big conference here every year. And so we were one of the, um, sort of guest speakers on it as much to just talk about how you never know what's going to seed and hit and how do you mm-hmm. think about planting seeds to go viral and that, that sort of thing. Um, and so it was funny to have a couple of people in the audience who sort of did the, can we like snap a picture with you before this, or you know, sound tech guys, which were like, "Yeah, let me get a shot with you in the middle," and like, "I'll post this, that type of thing." So, yeah, it's it's funny to see where we get recognized sometimes and things like that.
0: Did this come out of like a Northwestern business school project, or
1: no, not not formally. So we okay. um, we the the four of us plus a couple of friends were hanging out talking about it, and we sort of said, "We're gonna we're gonna figure out a way to make one of these." Uh, we'd love if we could get some class credit for doing it and let's take a serious kind of business approach to it. And so we had an independent study for one quarter. And then our uh, mentor at the time, Ben Jones, sort of said... I don't know, fashion to begin with, uh, like I helped you guys out because you seem like you were serious about this and going to work on it. Yep. But I don't really have the connections there to go to the next level. Um, I don't necessarily have the best access to the school's financial resources. There's kind of a curriculum you can fit into. So uh, the last quarter we've spent working with uh, Rick Desai in a, in a class here. And that's sort of been the first time we've really plugged into the Kellogg kind of structure. Yeah.
0: Have you gotten contacted by any like... Stores or fashion people. Yeah,
1: yeah. So we're um, still figuring out what, what we like about where we're at right now, and sort of direct to consumer on on the website is that. We feel like we can really control kind of a lot of the quality. We can control how it's displayed, how it's sold to people. We can control the delivery. We've got some cool ideas about how when you get yours, it's, you know, actually know it's yours. You have a fun experience. There's sort of the the little details that you'll be able to say, oh yeah, like I was part of that Kickstarter. I was part of that foundational kind of original product. So we think... When you move into that wholesale and, and retail options, you potentially lose some of that. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot of interesting people who we've talked to and are in conversations with. So that's really all getting figured out day to day, hour to hour. Um, but it's fun to see where it goes. And, and, you know, we'll see over the next couple months.
0: I've got to ask the Shark Tank question. Oh, very good. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, and I'm going to play Mr. Wonder. Is any of this proprietary or have you seen any yeah. knockoffs out
1: there? Uh, we have seen, we have seen some knockoffs. Um, so the world of fashion is interesting from that standpoint. Right. You, you really, uh, from a kind of pure patent standpoint, it's hard to say what's a material new innovation and what can really be controlled. There okay. are design patents, okay. which you can do sort of if you have super unique stitching or something that's right. kind of yours and it's always yours. You can, you can maintain that as a design that people can infringe upon or not, and you can protect that. Um, but really those are, those are both pretty difficult to do. Yep. Um, we do have the trademark on the name Rompim. Um so that's that's one of the things that we had the forethought to go ahead and, and do. So, you know, for other people's websites you can't necessarily list it as a rom it has to be a male romper type thing. So um that's that's the main source of protection that, that we've built out. And then it's really about less of a you know, legal or, or that type of defense. More about making sure that we kind of connect to the people who are excited and engaged in a kind of a unique way right. that we think is hard for other people to imitate. I mean, you know, just just again going back to the examples of our our romp the vote program. There's a ton of people who've reached out for everything from my brother, like my buddy's got a bachelor party. I want to surprise him with a romp him, and like it'll be my you know gift to my groomsmen or whatever. It's kind of a you know, a lot of people have said they have these really cool ambitions. We have a guy who reached out and said, I want to bike across the U S this summer for my senior graduation trip. And I want to wear a romp every day and take a picture with me and my dog and document the journey. Or like, <laughs> you know, so just like random stuff like that that yeah. there's for whatever reason, it seems to have struck a chord with a sizable number of people, and so we think kind of building that relationship and that community is something that is hard to, really hard to replicate. It's true that you can't kind of do artificially after the fact.
0: Yeah. You got to get the cool logo. Once you get that, that's when you're going to get yep. into the into the more urban neighborhoods, right? When you, <laughs> people can wear the logo. Yeah, we need
1: the logo. I sure. have the original one, not not that Yeah, right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, we've got some. There it is. Uh, we've got some <laughs> stuff in the works. Just, you know, obviously not releasing that until we have the originals <laughs> out there, there. Yeah. on the market. You know? yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, that's that'll definitely be part of it. they'll be. To tell that it's. And when did the first one ship? So we're definitely hitting August. We hope to make some announcements the next week or two that are moving that date up. Um, That's one of our our big goals, is... and and part of why we stopped taking orders through the Kickstarter is because there are, um, while we have sort of factory capacity set up, the end of the day there's only so much of a certain splatter paint fabric available. And until you have the fabric, you can't necessarily make more. Um, So That's where rompin.com has a couple new styles, a couple new prints that are coming out, and there'll potentially be more over the next couple weeks. Um, But really, we sort of knew that we could deliver in August to everybody who's on the Kickstarter, but didn't want to overextend. Um, That said, we've been able to pursue some new relationships, new opportunities given our upgraded you know capacity we're looking for. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we're hoping the next couple of weeks to make an announcement of sort of a more firm delivery date. Yeah.
0: I'll tell you, there are some us and some friends of the pod would be interested in wearing the Fourth of July. Yeah. you guys there have it on the website. Those are hot. Uh, yeah. 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 So
1: <laughs> those are already
0: popping up. Yeah. We're working on those for sure. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny because you know we, we we were making fun of it, but then like when we watched the video, I actually I was like I could have totally seen, (laughs) like, definitely my co-host Mike, and then our friend Oded. Like, uh, this is a video you guys almost (laughs) could have made. Like, um, so I mean, it was nice to see that, like, guys just having fun. Yeah. Um, but like, turned it into a serious business, which is pretty amazing, actually, to be able to turn it like have a business starting with your friends. So,
1: well, it's you know, it seems like it's 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 exactly that the same thing that kind of you guys are doing of the. We've always been hanging out and have talked about these, you know, these cool topics and see if it resonates with people. And so, um, it's been great to kind of do that with, with our group of friends. We've had other people join in and help, you know, have the example of the PR buddy, you know, examples of people who are like, I think it'd be fun and interesting to answer customer emails. Cause it turns out when you have a, like something that's new for people to wear, they're like, I see your style guide, but they're like sizing fit. What does any of this mean? What size should I get? And there's a lot of those that come in. And so people who are like, I actually think that could be fun to kind of engage with the customers there and learn the insights. You know, we've had people who are like, Hey, I know you've got a bunch of Insta- like Instagram DMs coming in. You know, that's a full time job all of a sudden for one of you guys for the two, three, four days after. So I'd love to pitch in for a couple hours here and there. So it's been, it's been cool to have kind of friends jump in and help us as, as kind of the floodgates open sooner yeah. than expected.
0: I feel like you'll, you'll need to expand the sizes a bit.
1: Yeah, so that's a high because, priority. Like,
0: I'm gonna need a sure. big bottom tall. Buying pants is difficult, mm-hmm. you know. Um sometimes I mean, when you're tall and skinny. Yeah. Yeah. And so like I either have to buy one that's too short and then like uh, Kush actually wrote a question <laughs> here about, about the moose knuckle yep. possibility. Yep. Great question. Or or it's just really baggy yeah. and you don't get the full effect. Right.
1: Really. That's right. Yeah. So we you know, we think that the Kind of side little, uh, tightener strips help a little bit with some flexibility in the waist. Um, but that said, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough to do. We actually were pleasantly surprised that it fit as well as it does in a range of people. Yeah. Um, you know, so I guess right now I'm wearing a large and I'm probably like right about six foot, um, I'm probably going to switch over to the extra extra large to like a little bit of a, like more relaxed fit. (laughs) And, uh, you know, the workouts haven't been there all the time recently, (laughs) but you know, that's (laughs) all right. Nothing wrong with that. So, you know, so, so we're, we're working on expanding those options, but they actually fit a pretty good range of heights, which we were surprised about. Um, that said, you know, that's one of the big things we've heard from customers already is, you know, you know i'm a bigger guy i would love to rock this thing and i think i'd have a great time in it you know and i'd I'd be an ambassador for you and that type of thing so we're working with our our design firm and our couple different options to see where we can expand um but yeah i mean because it is it's a new thing that you're buying this idea of is it small medium large extra large do you do something where it's sort of a pick your waist pick your height you know and then it's like different heights and weights and stuff do we have tall versions we're kind of in the process of figuring all that Correct. out um, and kind of had to shoot for that middle range of people and just hit as many as we could yeah. um, but that's that's one of the things we're working on expanding because we've gotten all those emails from people saying like I would love this and it'd be <laughs> fun for me and that's that's kind of what we're all about Is one of my
0: favorite uh, Twitter interactions I saw mm-hmm. was somebody saying like Oh, man, if you're over 250, you shouldn't even wear this thing. And the guy responded, he's like, I'm 275. I'd like to see you try to stop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's me. That's me. Like, that. I, You see I Shackard that. the Rock in a yeah, yeah. Who's saying anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if LeBron wears one, you're like, hey, man, hey, yeah, looks that looks good. real good on you. Looks good. Good yeah. job. Yeah. <laughs> wear whatever you want. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> why the NBA is the perfect marketing tool sometimes. <laughs> yeah. No, we're, we're, we're definitely interested in seeing, that and Cam, seeing some NBA and Cam fans. Newton, right? I yeah. not say anything to <laughs> that guy. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys do when you're not doing uh, romping stuff?
1: Yeah, so um, it's a great question. You know, all the, the whole team is in separate relationships um so so there's that that goes on which has been kind of a an interesting dynamic over the past couple of weeks certainly has put some some stress there but we're figuring it out for the most part um yeah i don't know i mean concerts pretty high on our list um which i think certainly came across in some of the marketing stuff um so big concerts festivals uh i don't know sporting events um hanging out barbecues grills play some drinking games every now and again you know yeah,
0: we were we were thinking about challenging you guys to a game of beer pong. Ah, there you go. You know, just <laughs> yeah. to you know, kind of uh, intimidate you before sure, the sure. interview. We, so we were like, no, we haven't we haven't <laughs> done a lot of beer pong recently, so we probably true. that. True. In our heyday, we were unbeatable. Oh, yeah. oh there, you um,
1: there you go. Yeah. <laughs> but these days, I don't know. <laughs> Did you guys all do go different undergrad, or were you together? Yeah. Uh, so most of us were at different different undergrads. Um, Myself and Alex actually were at WashU U together okay. in St. Louis, um, and actually both worked for Bain & Company doing strategy consulting before Kellogg. Then Chip went to UVA, okay. uh, did some investment banking and private equity. And then Elaine, um, yeah, so she she went okay. to NYU and did some uh, FinTech stuff before, but at NYU did a good bit of kind of design classes, um, and then is now in the design program here. It's called the Triple M Program. It's kind of a hybrid of business as well as kind of design uh, thinking yeah. and how do you... Yeah ideate and innovate in, in cool ways. So
0: did you um, think of any other names or was romping just like
1: right? It, it was really one of those. Uh, so this is a, a great debate among the founding team um, as to how exactly the mechanics of where we ended up uh, on the name, kind of how it played out. But um, we were sort of doing the, the talk around and said, Oh, maybe I would wear a romper, but would we really still call it a romper? Like, what would you even call that a romper for men? And then someone depends who you ask um, definitely didn't just point to myself there uh, depends who you ask said oh that'd be called a romp And we're like ha 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 all right now we're gonna have to like get serious about this because that name is catchy enough to start people talking about it one way or another
0: my vote would have been for Bromper. For but yeah. that sounds a little I, it's can't, we 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 have added to the urban dictionary of how to add bro to things over the years. Yeah, I claim ownership of Broside and King of the brotion. Other people think that they have it, but I do. But I, it was mine. You don't have to add bro to everything. It doesn't, you know. I think. I think works just fine. Yeah. Ultimately, do you guys, do you see this as a, as a business where all of you want to work together and build a fashion brand or um, see it as something you want to license off or what, what what, what, what are we thinking about?
1: Yeah. So we, we sort of are constantly having those discussions now, especially as we think about, you know, what happens long term. So myself and Alex and Chip actually all have a January date, um, with Bain and Company. We're supposed to start back up full time with them. Um, Elaine is, or at least certainly before two weeks ago was actively pursuing uh, sort of various more design focused roles in San Francisco and elsewhere and right. had kind of a couple irons in the fire. Um, but at this point, what we're really thinking about is we want this to be something that kind of we do with, with our friends who right. we enjoy building together. We do something that builds to a place that reaches kind of that broader audience because we have seen those kind of sparks of interest from all sorts of different types of people. Um, and it really isn't, in our eyes, something for one segment or another. And we want to figure out how do we make kind of all those different, again, for whatever reason, the different romping dreams come true that people have told us of, (laughs) you know, I I would love to like wear this thing in a pride and I would nail it there. Right. And it's like, like, let's, let's figure out how to make that stuff happen. So we're interested in building kind of those connections, seeing if we can build up something that creates those cool experiences for a bunch of different types of people and then see where it goes long-term. I think we're all interested in, in, keeping it going and having to be something that's smaller, more intimate, not really at this time thinking about is to say, you know, flip it and sell and, you know, right. sell the brand off to someone right. who's interested. I mean, we think that wouldn't be as rewarding for us because um, yep. for us too, I mean, not coming from an entrepreneurial background, this is an opportunity we're never likely going to have again. of sort of something that starts as a viral trend and figure out how to make it a viable business. So sink or swim, we'll get a lot out of it, um, and it'll kind of influence a lot of the things that we do down the road. So
0: I will say this. It's it's impressive because when I think about it, I'm, I'm a married man, so as Michael, I think whenever you see your wife wearing a romper, you're thinking, oh, she's wearing a dress. Oh, it's a romper. <laughs> oh, man, I thought I was hoping it was a skirt or a dress, right? It's, it's, the, it's the piece of clothing you don't want to see. So when you first hear about a romp him, you're like, oh, my God, that's terrible. And the more you think about it, the more you're like, no, actually seems, maybe you can do some cool stuff with it. Yeah. Maybe you can, I think that's the, it's the kind of idea that evolves as you see it go forward. And I think you guys have, have come up with something that really can catch on yeah. and move forward and grow. So that's, that's, imp- and to do it with your friends is, is, is a pretty cool idea. I mean, I know our, our mindset at first was the same as, as the whole, you know, thinking about how we can, uh, make jokes, but. I think things
1: have, have moved forward as we've gone in the last couple of weeks.
0: One piece rock, like bathing suit material. It dries mm,
1: quickly. Yeah, yeah. Like a full beach. Like <sighs> right. you could wear it, run out and drop it. Like actually go in the water yeah. in I think so.
0: It's like a it's like a whole surf shirt kind of thing, mm. but yeah. rather than one piece. Yeah, I mean we're it's excited more-
1: so definitely definitely near term plans, thinking about the fall feels like Australia's mm. going from winter into summer. It was go. pretty funny. One of the first overnight articles was from GQ Australia said that like, mark my words, it's winter now, but come summer, we're going to be rocking rompers down here, <laughs> down under. And we're like, we had thought there was a chance it would resonate. Like, You'll see us down there in the fall. Like we'll make some trips out, you know, go to some different festivals and stuff out there and see what takes off. Write well,
0: that business expense off. Yeah, um, yeah, surf, yeah surf absolutely. Surf trip to, absolutely uh, yeah. Expense, yeah. There are going to be some European soccer players mm. wearing rompers here. <laughs> I, I can guarantee it. <laughs> World Cup 2018. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Here they come. <laughs> well, <I> mean, <laughs> you know, they were on the the trend of like the, the tight shirts yep, stuff yep, for the, yep. uh, the the uniforms. If you could get like a full a full kit, one full kit, that'd be great. Yeah, top.
1: yeah. I don't hate it. Yeah, it's, and one of the things about so you touched on it a little bit with the uh, allusion to the moose knuckle. Uh, <laughs> like I think part of the reason one of one of the design things that we really focused on was trying to create something that you can have some maneuverability in, and have so that's that's part of why. Yeah, ours has a sort of more noticeable drop crotch than a lot of other people's do, mm. but at the same time, for sort of a lot of the you know, traditional models would. Yep. But that sort of when you're walking down the runway, it's fine to have it be perfectly form fitted everywhere. Mm. Yep. But all of a sudden, you want to raise your arms more than <laughs> half an inch, then you run into some problems. So our, ours is designed for it to be. You know, something you can wear for the full day. You can wear it out. You can go to the beach. You can go to the bar. You can actually sit down in it without exposing everything, without it, you know, completely riding up on you. So, yeah, I tried worked. to get into any of
0: the bars though with that on because sometimes they're a little bit strict they, on the dress code. Yeah.
1: So we, we had. General, So it's been a lot more successful post-Kickstarter post month <laughs> yeah. um, I'm trying to think if we have any good stories of someone getting flat-out rejected before, and they were like, what are you wearing? But no, it, it's, it, it hasn't been too bad um, overall. It's also, again, yeah, pretty cold here in Chicago. So we were wearing them out and in L.A. It wasn't an issue for me. Cause yeah. it's, it's L.A., and they, you know it's different out there. But
0: say they're better than skinny jeans. I will, I will give you that. I'd rather <laughs> wear them than I would wear skinny. Yeah. I can't move in those things. So, yeah, I can't t- fit t- in t- those t- things. Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we had a buddy down in, in Austin Memorial Day try it for the first time and he was sort of certainly in that skeptical camp um, and he sort of said it was kind of fun I felt like I was secretly naked and no one could tell we're like, no, I mean you were definitely wearing clothes like, it was, he was like I don't know there was just something about it and I was like that's not something I'd heard before but alright that's <laughs> what it gave you when you were into it then no, by all means have at it have at it wake up on a hot day and put me a little romp
0: him yeah. yeah god I walked home from work today in my work clothes and I would have killed to have a romp in my, in my bag yeah. for that walk yeah well I don't have anything else yeah, I, I really do. appreciate it uh, sorry about the technical difficulties yeah no, we but, fought uh, through it yeah. <laughs> yeah appreciate you taking the time out and um yeah it was Daniel Webster-Clark from yeah. romp him um <laughs> Your other uh, co-founders are Chip Longnecker, Yep. Uh, we got um, Elaine. Elaine Chen. Chen. Yep. And then Alex Newman. And Alex cool. Newman. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't been to the Kickstarter page yet, go to the Kickstarter. Yep. You can just search Kickstarter Rob Him. Um, watch the video. Yep. It's... Amazing. Yeah, I check um, out
1: uh, rompum.com too is where we have sort of the newer styles available and you can actually kind of do the live pre-orders there. So worth checking out. And that's what we'll be posting to the videos and pictures and stuff that people send us for this kind of romp-to-vote thing. So there's actually, you can check out the skydiving video right now of a guy in there who sort of pitches his case as to why, uh, why a rompin's the perfect outfit for a skydiving instructor?
0: So yeah, we'll we'll be putting some links um, to to those on the on the blog post for this as well. Um, and once again, thank you, Daniel. I Appreciate cool. it. Yeah, it was fun.
1: Okay. Nice to meet you guys. Right.
0: You Thanks. too. All right. So we hope you enjoyed that interview uh, and. One more thing I wanted to do here is, uh, you know, we get questions from, from listeners sometimes. From, um, from all, our, all our fans. All our fans. Um, and, you know, so I, I figured that since Kush is out, uh, that me and Curtis could answer some, some questions from the listeners. So, right on. the first one I have here is, um, if the shin bone's connected to the knee bone, yep. and the knee bone's connected to the thigh bone, and the thigh bone's connected to the hip bone... Mm-hmm. What is the penis bone connected to? The coccyx. Mmm, that's pretty good. <laughs> that must have been what Cush thought. Because if you all remember, Michael J. Cushing, co-host of this podcast, thought that the penis had a bone in it. So thank you to the listener who sent that in. Um, I'm sure I'm sure Michael enjoys that one very much. Oh, the old penis bone, Winter's uh-huh. bone, as it were. <laughs> I um, got one here that says uh, uh, Kush Does your back hurt From carrying the show Every week And oh. That's just rude Face Man That is just I mean, It's It's Guys Let's not be cruel here We know it's the truth Just don't say it out yeah, loud Yeah you don't have to say it Good lord It's mean Alright so I got, I got one for you Curtis Uh huh What non-profession Thing Did you want to be uh, when you were growing up? Besides a superhero? Oh, that's a pretty good one, but what kind of superhero? What would have been your superpowers? Uh, all of them? No. Um, my <laughs> <laughs> so you just would have been God. Yeah, I was... A, I was. A, I was. Uh, my, some friends of mine, I mean, I was a pretty serious nerd, and I essentially said that I wanted my power to be energy manipulation. Um, my friend said, what energy? And I said, all energy. And all. they said, that's called omnipotence, yeah. and you can't have that as a superpower. <laughs> So, although I mean Superman is bordering on that, he is, but he can't, I mean, literally to be able to manipulate all energy, you could stop people's hearts if you wanted to. You can do anything you... you, you But he has super cold breath. And that pretty much, like... And he can throw that ass on his chest (laughs) um, onto people and it... That was the stupidest god. And he can go back in time? time. He can can make the entire Earth go back in time by spinning it backwards. I always had the question, though. Like, like, is he spinning the Earth backwards? Or was he just flying so fast around the Earth that he was going back in time? None of them make any sense. (laughs) Uh... From a physics perspective, um, but I, I'm assuming he, he was spinning the Earth backwards, which would be a catastrophic event mm-hmm. to yep. the human race yeah. um, and Earth itself. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but I think I wanted to be uh, – essentially, I wanted to be a, a, a mutant uh, with super speed hmm. and uh, the sword abilities of Deadpool. So, that, like, that was That was kind of kind of – Like the dead flash. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because essentially it's like – if, I, if my swords are dope and I'm moving fast enough, you're not seeing it coming. I'm cutting you in half. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. That was, my, that was my... What I wanted to do um, was be a person who murdered people at, at Super... <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't want to be a superhero. You wanted to be a super villain. Oh, I'm sorry. Who who conducted righteous vengeance. Oh, righteous vengeance. At okay. Super Speed. Yes. All right. I have another question here. Um, so we, we had a, a long, long ago episode. Mm-hmm. It was titled Bed, Bath Beyoncé. Um, what do you think would be the best-selling product at Bed Bath Beyoncé? Oh, boy. Um, Queen Beeswax. Ooh. Uh, got some of that going on. Um, I like that one. You know, get that for the, for the, I mean, it's lotion, it's a body wash, it's a lip balm, Mm. it's everything. Right? Fuck Bert. (laughs) I want Queen Beeswax. Uh. I think it would be, um, like a lemonade. Container, maybe that's true. Yeah, there you go. Like a like a like a carafe for your okay. lemonade. Okay. Um, trying to think of something to use with formation, <laughs> uh, and it's not it's not clay? coming to me. Forming clay? Uh, no, it's not gonna work. It it's not mm. gonna it's not gonna work. About the, the um, you know, blue ivy pattern sheets. Uh, okay. You know, okay. eight hundred thread count. Okay. Ridiculousness. Um, Jay Z's balls in a jar. Okay. Okay, you went far. I'm just saying. Went far. I mean she basically eviscerated him in that album. Yeah. How about a Becky with the Good Hair hairspray? Like that. <laughs> that uh might might work out for you a little bit. Um let me, let me take it back. Um 'cause if you like it then you should have put a ring on it. Uh not towel rings are stupid. That's not gonna work out for you. Uh no the the napkin rings. Napkin rings. Okay. If you if you like the napkin you should have put a ring on it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I All was right. trying. I was trying to hold it for as long as I could. And just did not. <laughs> it just not, that did not work. Oh no! This is it. This is it right here. It is. Oh, it is an etiquette uh, book that says to the left, to the left. Put your goddamn forks and glasses to the left. Okay. yep like That. Yeah. Boom It's time. like a Miss Manners. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um. All right, so we talked a little bit about how um, Michael Cushing doesn't know anything about the penis. Um, what is the most outrageous piece of misinformation that you ever got from school or another adult? It's like I'm not talking like, oh, like kids coming up and being like, girls have cooties, but like from an actual adult. An actual adult. Yeah. I mean we went to school in the South. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure there's a lot. Yeah. I mean I don't want to take this that way. But you know, <laughs> just let's the war go with an aggression. Let's let's but but well um <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me think let me a little deeper about what's been told to me wrong. Uh, I went to a pretty, pretty Baptist church too. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, there's there's some there is some hardcore stuff that was wrong. I had a kid once tell me that he thought girls only had one hole. Uh and the down beneath, hmm. so that made sense. Like one total. Yep, he thought all it all came everything everything one. in and out of the same place. Yep, huh? yep. okay yeah. Just boom time. Yeah, he didn't think there was music park next to a facility. <laughs> he it was all just one goddamn place, uh, which would be impressive. Um, let's see. Who who do I not want to embarrass today? It's the it's the real question. Um, no one in my family. Let's 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 stay out of that range. Oh my god! So my parents, there it is. Told me that they listened to the show. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Terrifying, right? Oh shit! My mom. The only thing my mom said was, "I could have done without the f word as much." <laughs> That's the whole. Fucking <laughs> I was like, okay, so the whole show. So, yeah. <laughs> so if you could have done it with not hearing. <laughs> Hi, uh, mom. Not hearing an episode <laughs> of the show, uh, which would have been great. Oh, oh, God. Yep, there it is. No. Uh, I had an adult tell me that Forrest Gump was based on a true story. Okay. Straight up. A true story? Straight up. Of of a man who did all... And met, like... So, like yeah. Kennedy and, like... Yep. Yeah. In the war. Yeah, a guy I worked with... Huh. Um, at, at Eckerd Drug... Huh. Uh, ...in high school told me that Forrest Gump was based on a true story. And do you know how he said that he knew that? With a straight face, he looked at me and said... Well, didn't you see all the historical footage in the movie? Mm. <laughs> that wasn't even good Photoshop. Nope, nope, poorly done, and definitely Tom Hanks, not
1: a dude. <laughs> Tom Hanks, um, that's
0: true. <laughs> definitely... Name for? Uh, uh, you know. The greatest actor of our generation. That is a official trends and low places uh, stamp of approval on yeah. Tom Hanks and everything that Tom Hanks has ever done. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Uh, just just Hanks all day long. If anyone, if anyone on the show has any objections to that. No, 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 no objections. No. Okay, cool. Cool. Official it. stance of uh, Trends and Low Place. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Loving the Hanks. Um, alright. So, we got one here. Bring it to me. Top five guests you would like to have on the show, living or dead. I personally think that a dead guest would be very boring. Mm <laughs> hmm. Not much to say. They wouldn't have a lot. If they did, I would. Cut off their head because they're a zombie. I'm hearing. Probably? I'm hearing though that Frederick Douglass is doing great things these oh, yes, days. Oh yeah, old old Fred Doug. Oh, Fred
1: Doug. Old As Fred his friends Dougie. call. Him. Yeah,
0: Fred Dougie is bringing bringing some stuff back. Can you teach me how to Fred Dougie I cannot. <laughs> but with that with that hair, he could have done some really cool Fred Douggy and. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I'm gonna go. I mean, number one is Samuel L. Jackson. Mm, that's shit. That would be on. so good. Yeah, that's that's easy. That would be real. That's good. Uh, that's simple. Yeah. uh for me, number two. My mom would not like all the F words that would come out of that one. I, if you can't appreciate the way in which Samuel Dex can work motherfucker into things and how on Twitter he finds different ways to spell it. On I don't the think basis, he spelled it the same way twice. It is magnificent. Yeah. You know, the, the letter Q is underutilized in our language. Not by Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> the man is a magician. Okay? You will not tell me otherwise. Um, I'm gonna go with Outcast. Mainly so I can just beg to make me another album. Okay. Just, I'm just going to well, spend well, the whole so you're, time. So you're, you're blowing two spots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. Outkast, for Christ's sake. That when is, is, true. is music good when Outkast doesn't have an album out? No. Exactly. No. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Dead yeah. or alive? God. Uh, are we sure Tupac's dead? We're not, but I mean, you get dead or alive, so. Mm. Mm. I mean, he's still making music, so I don't know why he couldn't do podcasts. Mm. Uh, we're going to go ultra nerdy here and go kneel the grass. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. And I gotta. Go I feel somebody. like he would be very disappointed in our podcast. Oh God. Yeah. Especially yeah. the fact that Kush doesn't know that the penis doesn't have a bone. No, but he's a, he's an acupuncturist, not a not a not a not a, not a penis doctor. No, not a not a, not a penis doctor. That is doctor. true. I want to go with somebody like outrageous who's just gonna to the you know blow the world away. Um. And just you know bring bring down the house. I would love John Stewart. Johnny, Johnny Stew Beef. Johnny Stew Beef. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I think, I think, uh, well, I'm a little mad. He's not mad. doing anything right now. He's not, he's farming. Yeah. Uh, and I'm still, I'm a little, I'm a little mad at him. I left us high and dry. Yeah. You know, uh, but no, old, old, Stew Beef, uh, would be great to have on, I think. Mm-hmm. Living or dead, I, 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 and I'm, I'm a Nikola Tesla fan, but that's, that's ultra nerdy stuff. Uh and also there was thought that he might have been a little bit insane? Probably. Maybe, maybe not interview that dude. But a good interview, I bet. Um Insane people make good interviews. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um could we for just um most of America's sake, uh either Jesus or one of the founding fathers, to just Just clear things up for yep, us? Just give us a straight yeah. up answer. Yeah. Just, you know, no, y'all. Nope. No, no. how would anyone not know that we meant bear arms? Yeah, where are all the like bear arms Like the arms, arms of here? a bear. <laughs> there are so many bears, you guys. We had to God, murder. You're them. supposed to kill the bears and take their <laughs> arms. It's not that difficult of a situation. Jesus. There should have been all the bear arms available. And then Thomas Jefferson would be like, I see how y'all took on the whole interracial marriage thing very well. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> like what's happening right now? Uh, I don't know. I've, I've named. I've named the pretty cuisine top five. Where are you at? Hmm. Oh man. You know, I, I w- just because I want to meet him. Mm-hmm. I want MJ. Oh man. Yeah. I need the. He's my basketball hero. I can feel that. My childhood hero. That would. So that would be. I mean, just. I don't know if he'd be a good interview, but just so I could have an excuse to meet him, There's I think that would be pretty sweet. Not really forthcoming. The, a lot of things. I would definitely. Definitely an Obama. Yeah. But I don't know whether whether it'd be Barack or Michelle. I could not interview Michelle Obama. I feel like I'd be disappointing her no matter what. I <laughs> um, Barack, yeah. I think he just got lucky and married her. He's, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. President. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Uh yeah, I could ask him questions, no big deal. <laughs> I'd be like, Michelle uh, Obama looked at me if I said something wrong. If I, you know, because she'd hear one of these, and if if Michelle Obama said there was too many f words, I'd be like, guys, we gotta cut them all out. We gotta clean it up a yeah. little bit. You Re- know, replace them with moose. It's ridiculous. Or something. Yeah, she's mad at us. Well, not on this show, but on longest days of our lives. I mean. Fucking Jack Bauer. Yeah. Keefer Sutherland. Yeah. We need, we need, we need Keith I mean, to be on that show. That's number one for longest days of our lives. Correct. And, and, and also Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. On every show, Samuel L. Jackson. It's already what, in every movie. Why not on every right. podcast I sure, as well? I want to make sure we get that through, um, very clear that Samuel Jackson should be, uh, the person that we interview first. I'm trying to think. I mean, if I'm going, if I'm going like, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a professional wrestling fan still. I know. It's a so Hulk Hogan. Oh, You God. want to see Hulk Hogan's Dong? Oh, God. I want to hear him call me the N word. That's going be great. <laughs> um, I got to go with those Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I, mean, I thought you were going to go with The Rock. I couldn't go know. with The Rock. I, I appreciate the, what The Rock has done, but I want to do hear Do you appreciate some... what The Rock is cooking? <laughs> damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> how would you do it? <laughs> you <of> a big. <laughs> oh, don't do it. Don't do it. I, uh, I grew up watching old wrestling, old school wrestling. Um, and while The Rock would be cool, I think his, uh, his acting career has taken off so much and he's kind of doing other things that I want to talk about wrestling. Mm. And I think old stone cold would be the guy to talk about with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus, I mean, he's, he's, he's already into podcasts and he likes to drink a few beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we'd have a good time with that guy. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Bring that dude on. Any, any athletes other than MJ you could think of would be cool. I'm trying to think of, I mean, Marshawn Lynch. But- about that action, boss. About that action, boss. I mean, if I just gave him a big bowl of Skittles, I bet I could lure him into the into the room to I do think, a podcast. I think guys like us would have a good time. I think he'd be fine oh, with yeah. that. Oh, yeah, because we're not. I'm not. I'm not going to distort anything Marshawn Lynch says. No? I just want to talk to Marshawn. Yeah, we'd play some video games. Yep. Have a good old time. Yeah. I oh, yeah. yeah. Just say what you want to say, boss. Bring it on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Athletes are usually pretty bad interviews because they don't want to say anything to, like, hurt their brand. Correct. But Marshawn does not give a fuck. He doesn't have to give a fuck. Right. He saved all of his money. Yeah. And he's just him. Yeah. That's Maybe that's why. Because I don't like, you know, fakers. Right? I want somebody who's going to be real with me. Yeah. Somebody i not going to yeah. put on a facade. Just be you, man. hmm Tell me the truth. All right. Do you have any, uh... Any questions that anyone's asked you? I know because we're super famous. People stop us on the street all the time. They're like, "Hey, I need to ask you this question." No, no, uh, no. I, I do have I do have some questions from from fan. Uh, some some fan have asked me questions uh, for for you and Kush. But I guess since you're the only one here, mm, okay, yep. uh, you can I answer, can answer for both of us. You can answer for the both of you. Yeah. Um, who does Who does the prep work for the show? Mm. Okay, who do we feel, who, who do you feel is really invested and most hardworking uh, member of the good buddy team? Um, it's probably me. Yep. Yep. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Okay. Who's the funniest? Probably Kush. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Best looking? Probably also Kush. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah. have you seen that face? Right. It's just, it's, it's laughing at me. <laughs> 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 It's, it's majestic. No. Uh, actually, one of my buddies did ask me. So, a serious question, guys. One of my buddies seriously did ask me. They said, I listen to your show, and I have to know, um, does your friend Michael get nightmares on a weekly basis from all the things he sees on The Darkest Places of the Because <laughs> um, some of these things that he's seen, just the, the pictures <clears> alone <throat> would, would make me not want to go to sleep ever. Well, How does he do it? And And the thing is, is that I actually have to, like... Censor some of the stuff that I bring to the show because like I try to avoid things that are like try ma- uh, making jokes about things that are kind of sad mm-hmm. or like just horrible and so like but I still come across those things <sighs> yeah. and I'm just like oh man but yeah it's I haven't had too many nightmares but there's definitely been times where I'm like i just going to close this computer and walk away right now because this what the fuck is wrong with people. But. Have you ventured into the deep web, my friend? Oh. No. <laughs> Not too much. No. No. And I, I try to try to stay off of a lot of those weird Reddits. You know. Because, look. I, I want it to be funny. Uh, I don't want it to be disturbing. Right. So. Uh, and then uh, the last one that I had. And this is, I think, um, I came up with it a little bit uh, with some people uh, I talked to. Talk to. Should we ever do a Reddit fifty-fifty challenge on this show? Have you heard of that before? I have not. What is the Reddit fifty-fifty challenge? Uh, is essentially, they'll have a thread um, that has a link that says this could either be you meeting an adorable mongoose <laughs> or a nest of spiders bursting from a tree. <laughs> you click on it and you deal with it. Uh, and and if you do if you if you do it. Something's going to fuck
1: up your day. Yeah. Uh,
0: and and they're, they're a blast. I think you and Kush doing that might... Uh, you know, I would just make him look at just pictures of horrible, <laughs> horrible frogs. Just constantly. <laughs> oh, God. You're the worst. You are the worst. All right. I think that'll do it for uh, trends in low places. Um, Kush, hurry back. Or don't. Whatever. If you find a raptor, just ride it. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Yeah. Um And, uh, you know, thank you to everyone. Um, and please, uh, share us, um, like us, uh, you know, heart us, whatever the hell you do on all these, on all these, uh, Insta posts and (laughs) and Facegrams and whatnots. Um, you know, you can find us at, uh, goodbuddymedia.com or at trendsandlowplaces.com, um, Kush assures me that at some point he will update the blog posts. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he doesn't, I will I will at least tweet out some 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 uh, links, especially for the romp him and and the Kickstarter. Um, and uh, how else can they help us out, Curtis? Yeah, subscribe to us um, on your on your uh, podcast app of choice. You know, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, any of those good things. And uh, when you do that, guys, please go ahead and uh, review and rate us. Uh, that's how we end up going up the charts, uh and, and you know, getting some recognition and that eventually one of these days we can score some sweet, sweet sponsorships. Or we score sweet, sweet Samuel L. Jackson on our podcast because we're just so big and important that he can't not come on our podcast. Exactly. And that's that's just the end of it. You know, once we get Sam L, <laughs> I don't even do this anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Curtis, uh, for filling in. Um, and thank you again to, uh, Daniel from Rompim for, uh, being a good sport and, uh, changing our minds and possibly our lives mm. with the Rompim. So, uh, once again, uh, we will be back next week, uh, with, with Kush with some, hopefully some good Raptor stories from Scotland. And, uh, thanks everybody. Love you, buddy. Bye y'all. <laughs> Toodles.